this day and age. 1,500 feet. I don't know. 1,500 enough for you? Uh, probably not enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Same, no, probably same. not enough for me. Uh. Yeah, yeah. This is a reminder that the content covered in this podcast should not be construed as personal financial advice. If you need any financial advice, consult us directly for tailored solutions to meet your needs. Hi, welcome to today's episode of True Talk. My name is Tian Chong and I'm Rachel. And today we have a special guest. Uh, he's eight years in doing financial planning in the business and also a certified financial planner. And Sean, welcome. Yay. Thanks for having me. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. you. Okay, so today we're going to talk about there's no need to save for retirement, just depend on CPF. So, so CPF or short for Central Provident Fund, right, is one of our Singapore's pillar for retirement. Mm-hmm. Um, so this topic can be sensitive because there are people who are for CPF and there are people who are against CPF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but, but of course today we are not uh, being political. We are not, we're not going to say is, is it... Uh, um, are, we, are we for the government or anything? But let's talk about CPF in general, okay? So, the answer to that question, whether is it enough, uh, whether do we need to uh, still save for retirement if we have CPF, right? Okay, the answer is always de- depends. Lah. Um, so, it depends on what kind of lifestyle do we want to have when we retire. And also, um, it depends, are we, are we able to meet the, the so-called retirement sums when we retire. So the answer right. is, it's very complicated. It really depends. Yeah, it, it depends on each individual, how much they, they, they are taking home, how much is contributing to the CPF, and whether they, as a self-employed, do they do their own top-up and, and, and all. So, uh, but of course, uh, we want to help our listener and our viewer to understand um, how CPF can, can help them. And some, when we talk about uh, CPF, right, um, we realize that a lot of uh, people out there, uh, there is still a lot of people out there who, who don't know how CPF structure pays. But there is also a group of people who, who really uh, are aware well of that. Lah. Yeah. So um, let's, let's talk about um, the CPF, how, how CPF actually prepare for retirement. You see, CPF primarily mission is to help people to save for retirement and prepare for retirement. That's why three accounts are set up with uh, OA, which is for housing when you when you you know when you are old you, you have a place to stay a uh, special account where 555 go to a retirement account were used for your retirement uh, retirement needs and then of course many save for your medical thing thingy la. so mm, mm. so these three accounts so do you work on uh, building up your CPF yourself and 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 if yes or no why Okay, maybe um, I can share and as on my own personal basis. Uh, so, uh, as a financial advisor, I'm self-employed. So, which means I do not have the employer contribution portion. So, everything, uh, whatever that is in my CPF is self-contributed. So, I do it under the, the voluntary scheme, voluntary contribution scheme. And why I do it, um, a couple of reasons. The first reason is, uh, sorry, retirement. Okay, so so other than whatever instruments that I'm investing for for my own retirement, uh, CPF also serve as uh, a matter of diversification. And another uh, important 
reason why I do CPF contribution is also for tax relief. Mm -hmm. So, so uh, um, of course, there, there is a maximum of how much we can contribute into our CPF. Yeah. And, and I, ideally, um, with proper planning, so which means we, we, we make sure that we have enough cash flow and things like that, uh, ideally, we, we want to max it out, max out our right, CPF right, right, right. Uh, contribution. So you, you, so you vouch for CPF, uh, I mean as in for your retirement? Basis. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Okay. I do it myself, yeah. Right, right, right. So I think for the tax planning portion, we actually cover a bit with uh, Ken mm -hmm. in the other episodes. Uh, right. So uh, we will not go too deep into the tax. Yeah. yeah. So we also understand that the CPF actually have a different scheme payout. So to help our, our listeners understand a bit more, okay, uh, for those who, who, who don't, are not sure or don't know, um, the CPF actually have a three payout scheme uh, in basic retirement sum, full retirement sum and enhanced retirement sum. So each pay an individual of a different amount. Uh, in time value of money concepts, uh, the, the amount changes accordingly year to year. Uh, based on the amount that they will pay out who turn 55 in today, 2023, it's around $800 plus minus for the basic retirement sum and around 1006 for around full retirement sum for those who turn 55 this year, right? So um, these are the few accounts and, and they also pay out differently, I think, for the basic, uh, uh, the basic payout level, premium payout, of course, you can save more for your next generation and you have the escalating mode so with such um what do you think which which one is the best that you feel it's good for I mean yourself or anything that you think that uh what kind of uh, amount uh, which which ideally which one you should hit uh you know yeah which one you should you want to hit or, or which mode of payout you wish to have maybe first um let, let's talk about the idea of cpf is also a way of forced savings mm -hmm. uh, mandated by the government. Mm -hmm. and, and the thing is, um, when there are such system for us to accumulate money, it, it gives us a better chance to have some sort of retirement money at the end. So, so that's the first right. good thing that we must acknowledge. Yeah. And, and we're talking about which scheme is the best for us. I think the other thing is also to, to see, uh, are we able to reach the scheme? Right, right, right. And, and of course, if we can, uh, we can meet the highest scheme, which is the enhanced scheme, and then, then, then we oh, have then the options. <laughs> la. Of course, so then we have the option of, of uh, which, which scheme do we want to pick, uh, etc. So, so uh, for example, let's say someone who, can, who has enough CPF funds uh, accumulated by, by 55, right? So, um, and then the question is, so do I want to put, is that all the money I have for retirement? Do I want to put all with the CPF? Mm -hmm. Or do I want to just do uh, full retirement sum and then the, other, the rest I take out to diversify elsewhere for for other reasons. So, so it really depends on, on the person's um, uh, method of planning, uh, risk profile, because maybe, uh, for, for example, for, for example, let, let's say if I, I were able to do uh, enhanced scheme, but I just choose to do full, full retirement sum. Mm. Then, and then the surplus, I, I'm a bit more adventurous, I want to invest more into uh, uh, more adventurous uh, uh, instruments, buy into more uh, adventurous stocks or whatever. So it really depends on risk profile. Mm. So then again, there's no right or wrong, but I would like to say that it's always good to have options. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, When you have more money, you actually have yes, options. Yes, yes, you can do a lot more things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <coughs> so, um, have you think about... Um, wait, this, is, this question is actually for Rachel. Right. Have you have you think about topping up your 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 CPF account? What 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 current thoughts on that? Um, 
I've been working full time for like nine, ten years, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it just goes out without me knowing, right? But now that I am self-employed, I find it very hard to like take a portion of my money and put somewhere else. Like, I just want the cash mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for now, lah. For now. For but now. I will mm. eventually put it in, because I can see uh, the benefits of it. Right, right, right. I actually personally, on the first few years of my career uh, working, um, I, I didn't really have looked into CPF contribution uh, back then. Until then, think about buying house, mm. it's actually very good, you know, you put your money there and you get tax relief, at the same time you're able to buy a house from there. I mean, of course, when you sell the house in the future, you, you have to put it back due to uh, the interest rate, uh, but then again, uh, you know, but if you're going to buy a house, house again, you still need money, so it's like a, you know... Might as well. Yeah, yeah might as well. Might as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I, I personally do, uh, when I realize that, I because as a self-employed, we can actually contribute uh, 37,742 yeah. our three accounts, which will split accordingly to the allocation rate uh, mm. accordingly. Currently, based on, because I'm 33, so... Uh, 35 and below, the OEA contribution is actually 0.621. Uh, so, um, for every $1,000 that you put in, we get $600, $621 to the OEA account. Mm. So, that actually helps to, you know, save for, for housing in, in, in sense, people probably don't, don't see it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, with, with, with that, I think that helps to save for, save for my house as well. Yeah. Correct. I have a question. Yeah. So there's basic retirement sum, right? Mm, mm. What happens if we don't even hit the basic? Ah, okay. Is it just stuck there forever? Um, I, I believe even if we don't meet the basic uh, retirement sum, right, we will still be able to draw down this CPF yes, money. Yes, yes. But until you finish it. Correct. Oh. So it, it, it likely won't be under the, the CPF life scheme. Yeah. But end of the day, the entire CPF is meant for our retirement. So it will still benefit our retirement somehow. Yes. Mm. Yeah. But the man, the payout. Um, it will just be lesser, than than the the right. but is the there basic. Still like a cap at the payout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, whatever left in your RA account, if you don't hit the basic retirement sum, uh, basically you will draw down until the the money depleted, mm. Yeah. So it's like a, um, it's not like a pay until you die kind of thing. Right. right. But so I cannot just take it all one lump sum. Uh no, because the o- the the only thing that you can take out is when you reach fifty five and can draw five thousand dollars out. Oh, five thousand. So it's like a yeah, welcome to you know uh, semi retirement. Then they give you take five thousand. Yes. yes. <laughs> Correct. I I have a point to to, to comment on this part. The the, the thing that we were asking uh if we can take out the entire amount right. Yeah. So you see the idea of CPF or a- any schemes that sort of uh forces us to save and and, and use for the future right the. There's always a danger when we are able to withdraw the entire amount. Okay, of course, shook lah. Right? Hey, I got a lot of money. I can do whatever I can spend, right? But the problem is, a lot of times people overspend or they squander away the money yeah, yeah. too early. Yeah, yeah. And 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 you see, as our population is 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 aging, right? We are living longer. Yeah. So a lot of time we finish the money before we we reach the end of life. Yep. Yeah. Then there's another problem that that everybody has to deal with the the family ourselves or the society have to deal with. So so. The idea of having this slow, slowly drawdown monthly method uh, is, 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 it sounds painful, but it's actually important. So very, it's very important, yeah. yeah. Okay, now I'm just thinking about like if monthly like, I take out like 
So this goes back to uh, uh, planning. Like proper planning uh, when we are still working or as early as possible to make sure that we have uh, enough retirement money for our ideal uh, retirement lifestyle. Right. So it's very important. Mm. Yeah. There's one way you can withdraw your money out uh, you, if you hit the full retirement sum. I died. Uh, no, no, if you hit the full retirement sum. <laughs> oh, right, full retirement sum. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. If you hit the full retirement sum by 55 and you have uh, on top of that anything surplus like Sean mentioned earlier, right, right, right. then we, we of course can take our money out for, I mean, if you right. want to use for whatever requirement. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, mean, my point of view was to those who like never hit even the basic. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So there is still a group of people who. who doesn't uh, hit the amount. Probably, I would, I would think that because over the past uh, decade or so, or a few years, they that that at least for for parent our parents probably or just my parents is my parents doesn't really uh, say uh, like it's a believer of uh, CPF. Mm. Yeah, and and so um, then they don't because they are self-employed. So basically, they don't really do much. Uh, Contribution other than the medicine portion, yeah. So, um, oh well. Um, I would say CPF is really good, and and it's also better for our generation. You see, um, on on a side note, if say, uh, myself, if I were to do a CPF contribution until uh, pay until pay myself until I die, I can actually lighten my my sons and you no know, uh, uh, burden and all in the, in the future. So I think that is. Uh, re- really, really good. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So uh, then now that I know that CPF actually uh, have such benefit, I talked to my mom about it and, and help my mom to uh, actually work on the um, CPF portion. Yeah. Okay. Um. Before we round up, maybe any last tips and tricks for maximizing CPF, other than the one that you mentioned just now. Oh right. Um. I would think that if possible. Um, we, we, we can actually maximize the first 40k uh, as soon as possible. Everyone should do that if given an option that you can do so. Because um, CPI actually gives you 5% for the first 40k. Oh. Like Special account, right? Yeah, Special it's like account. a really fully, you know, like it's like a citizen. You, yeah, so 5, 5% with no risk. Mm. So ideally, we should max out that 5% as soon as possible because is it um, the money does compound and help you to generate more money in the future as soon as you top it up or whether you transfer it. Yeah, but of course, uh, each individual have a different finance and ideally you should still sit down with a financial advisor to talk to how much to transfer and mm. how, how uh, whether how much to top up and stuff and so on. So that can come into the tax planning portion and also um, to help them maximize their current portfolio. Yeah. Mm, okay. Right. Go back and check right, right, right. Talk to your financial advisor, yeah? Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, okay. um, I think I that's that's, that's that all we have today. Yeah. Today. Yeah. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. Hey. Thank you. So Thanks for having pleasure. Pleasure. Thanks for having you. Ada having us. Ada. Oh. Oh. Hey. Hey. Thanks for inviting. <laughs> Thanks for inviting. Yes. Uh, okay. And oh, as as usual, we hope this um helps you. Help, yes. Hope you found it informative and helpful. And as usual, if you have any questions, just drop us a DM in any of our social media. And uh, if you are listening to this via audio podcast, uh, make sure to give us a five, five star. star. Five star, five star. Yes, five star again. <laughs> right. Okay, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you. Bye.